everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and today we have another very special guest on our show. His name is Fizz. He's actually a singer and songwriter from L.A., and I have to give, again, props to um, my one of my good friends, Michelle Kaur. I always say this all the time. I'm her mini-me, but um, basically, she's kind of like a guest manager for me, almost. I guess you could even say she's like a senior executive producer. At least that's what we talked about last night. So there you go, Michelle. Thank you so much. But uh, Fizz, how are you doing today? I'm really glad you can make it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really great. I, I appreciate um, Michelle's awesome. I, I met Michelle at a Bob Proctor event called The Matrix. Awesome. So uh, love Michelle. She's awesome. I agree. So Fizz, tell me a little <laughs> bit about how you came and found your love for music. Yeah, um, it's interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I lost my voice there. Um, it, it's interesting you mentioned from L.A. So I'm originally from New York. I, I've been in L.A. for about four years. So originally from New York, and that's where um, most of my journey has been. And uh, music has always been a part of my, my life. I always associated rock and roll with healing the world. So at a very young age, music, rock and roll impacted me so I knew very early on that that was my calling. Although I didn't really have that support, you know, I came from a very um, you know traditional type of family. You know, you know, cut your hair, get a job. You know, it's you, you're not going to be able to make music as a living. That mm-hmm. sort of mindset and knowing inside of me who I was that wasn't supported on the um, exterior, but I knew who I was. So it's been a, an interesting journey, but I knew early on that music. And I always associated rock and roll with healing the world. So for me, and I just wrote this book called Ignite the Rockstar Within, How to Achieve Anything Through Music Visioning, and I mentioned in the book that I would have visions, a daily ritual that I would do, and I would usually put on Beatles albums and close my eyes and picture myself being a rock star, but I always associated those visions with healing the world. So for me, that's what music was for me, and that's how I always felt um, the the greatest way to use rock and roll was to heal the world. So it's interesting. I grew up in the 70s when the um, it was kind of like the slogan for rock and roll was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's been about peace, love, music, and healing the world. That's great, though. And so it's kind of in the sense from what I'm hearing from you that music just kind of came easy to you. It was something that well, seemed like it was always meant to be, and it was always a part of your life, and it wasn't necessarily a part of your family, but you just knew that that was who you were. Yeah, I mean, it was a part of my family. Like, I mean, there was always music around. My stepfather sure. was in a doo-wop band, so I grew up around music all around. And he was in a, he was in an interracial duet band. So I grew up around a lot of great singers, a lot of black singers. They're a huge influence on me vocally. You know, uh, they used to do their own music. They used to do the drifters, the posters, the Orioles, Sam Cooke, Otis Redding. So all, I'm, I'm very, very well deep rooted in early rock and roll. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff like doo-wop pre then the British invasion. So my, my roots go very deep. Um, so there, there was always music in the house. It's just that, you know, 
at the same time, they weren't, my stepfather wasn't a full-time musician, you know. Sure. But I always saw that vision for myself as a worldwide rock star helping the world through music and, and all these other avenues. Awesome. That's great. So tell me about some of your latest music that you've done. Yeah, my last CD is amazing. It's featuring uh, Grammy Award-winning producer Bob Stander, who's worked with the best people in rock and roll. I mean, everyone from Paul Butterfield to Pete Townsend. Um, so you're a little younger. I don't know if you know, you know, <laughs> you know Pete Townsend. You know, um, well, I've heard of him a little bit. I'm not too familiar. So, yeah, Pete you're Townsend probably right. Was the, song, the main songwriter of The Who. He was the guitarist of The Who and wrote most of their music. So... Um, one of rock's greatest songwriters by far. Because when you think of, like, the greatest rock bands, you know, I, I make a joke in the book and um, that rock and roll is my religion, and I used to sit at the dinner table, and my family would lead us in the prayer with the sign of the cross, and I would say, in the name of the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, and the Rolling Stones, amen. So for me, <laughs> rock and roll, is, <laughs> it's a huge part of my whole entire being. So those are the greatest some of the greatest rock bands of all time, the Who being one of them as well. And, you know, those bands I mentioned, like the Beatles and Led Zeppelin, they had, they were writing together, where in the Who, uh, Pete Townsend was writing pretty much all the music by himself. So, uh, Bob Stander, who worked on my CD, worked with Pete Townsend, he worked with all the best people. So, I got the best people in the rock and roll world to work on my last CD. And so, uh, Steve Holly, playing drums, who played for Paul McCartney and Wings, so it's an amazing CD. There's a lot of great inspirational songs on that CD. And it goes along with this book that I just wrote. Uh, in the book, I teach a music visioning technique to help people get clear on what their sole purpose is. Because a lot of people are going, they're getting education, they're going to college, but they're not clear on who they are and what their sole purpose is. So it's like you're receiving a lot of education, a lot of content, it's like building a building, and, and the, the foundation is on shaky ground. It's like on quicksand. So it's like it, education is great and it's important, mm-hmm. but if, you, if you're empowering yourself with a lot of wisdom and you don't know who you are and what your purpose is, it can actually bring, make things more unclear. You know? So what I'm teaching in the book is really how to get clear on who you are, what you're here to do to to tap into your desires and your dreams and to bring them your gifts to the world. That is awesome, though. I'm really glad to hear that. I'm really glad that you brought that up because one of the questions I was going to ask you is how you describe your music genre, but clearly that's rock and roll, and I think that's really great that you know who you are because many times, even watching on television nowadays, on entertainment shows such as like The Voice, American Idol, things like that of singing competitions, sometimes it comes to the point where they're like, who are you as an artist and what is your genre of choice? And so the fact that you're kind of helping people find their they're knacked for that. That's really cool, I see. Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 it's definitely important to, to know who you are, yet at the same time, be open to things. I mean, the Beatles, who are my biggest influences, were extremely diversified in their music abilities. I mean, you would have everything from Paul McCartney writing a ragtime type of song like uh, Martha My Dear or, or, or Lady Madonna to, you know, why don't we do it in the road to help a skelter. So, they were very, very diverse in their songwriting abilities, and I am too. And I also write for other artists. My music has been on the Billboard charts, and I also am now writing for speakers and entrepreneurs with a business. Uh, it's called Signature Songs by Fizz.com, and it's Fizz with one Z. So 
with that, I write many different styles. I mean, I studied classical music, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm very well-versed in my playing ability. I play guitar, piano, and sing, and, and play multiple instruments. So I'm extremely diversified in my playing ability, and I'm able to kind of be very, very eclectic. But, but at the same time, the core foundation of who I am as an artist is definitely, I would say, a rock artist for sure. But that that branches off. I mean, like I said, the Beatles branched off into many different things. They they dabbled into Eastern spirituality and uh, George Harrison bringing the sitar sitar into their music, um, which was very very important. Um, for the spiritual awakening that's taking place on the planet. A lot of people don't know that other end of it, too, is that what George did with My Sweet Lord was he he integrated different spiritual philosophies into music, and that opened up a lot of portals to help unite the world. So not only were the Beatles writing amazing music, but they were literally stripping down all paradigms and uniting the world. When John Lennon was singing Imagine No Religion, a lot of people think it's just a silly song or it's just a song. It's like, no, it, it, it's literally helping expand human consciousness to even have that thought and that frequency because a lot of people are born and then they're, and then they're injected into beliefs, okay? You're not born mm-hmm. a certain faith. You're, you're taught that faith. So everyone is an eternal soul, and, and there's an awakening that's taking place right now. So when you understand on a deeper level that music is really used on so many deeper levels, and I make a comment that there are, there are musicians, there are artists, and then there are prophets. And so it's like there are prophets like Bob Marley mm-hmm. and John Lennon. They, they come to change the, the world with their music and with the love and the power of music. Um, so yeah, it goes deep. It goes very deep. Awesome. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. And Fizz, we also have some more questions for you. But for right now, let's take a break. Keep it right here. You're listening to the stage. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. We still have Fizz with us here. So we were just talking a lot about his genre of music and how rock and roll has really affected his life. 
and um, overall how it's just made him who he is today. So um, Fizz, I was also going to go into the question of what are your personal goals for music? I'm really excited to hear about this. Yeah, my personal goals have always pretty much been the same, and that's to just bring peace, love, music to the world in um, any way I can. So, um, however, I'm, I'm guided by spirit to do that. So, for instance, with my book that, that I just wrote, Ignite the Rockstar Within, which, by the way, your listeners, if they go to Amazon and put in Ignite the Rockstar Within and my name, Fizz, F-I-Z, they'll, they'll see the book. And um, as a gift, I'm going to give my CD for any of your listeners that buy my book. Um, I'll get my CD for free. Awesome. So, um, yeah. So, it, like with the book, it, it helps people get clear on, on who they are and, and bringing their gifts to the world instead of really being programmed into, um, it's like the Henry Ford Assembly line mentality. Um, there's a lot of great education out there, a lot of great teachers, so I'm not putting down the system, but at the same time, it's really important to tap into your own individuality and bring your gifts to the world. So um, I'm bringing, I'm combining music with uh, motivation and, and entrepreneurs. I'm working on a, a, an educational uh, keynote rock concert called Ignite, Ignite the Rockstar Within, combining entrepreneurs and rock stars. So by doing things like that, I also have an organization called notesforlife.org. So if you listen to go to notesforlife.org, they can see my work there with the kids. And um, that's very diversified for me, performing for children, whether it's physically challenged children or any situation, or writing, writing for them. Uh, I wrote a song for a girl who uh, made a transition with cancer. So um, that's, that's a work in progress with Notes for Life. I see Notes for Life being huge and global. And what I want to do, like I did with this song I wrote for this girl, uh, is have it where people can buy the song and all the money goes to help the children. So there's multiple things that I do that I'm focused on um, bringing the healing power of music to the world. <clears throat> awesome. So I'm, I know that you mentioned songwriting, and that's also been a big part of your life, and I'm really glad that you brought that up. So tell me a little bit more about songwriting and if you can give us any tips for that and how you kind of go about it. Yeah, I, you know, songwriting, I, I've been writing, oh, God, ever since I was a kid. As a matter of fact, I want to say that I learned, I taught myself first. I mean, I studied, and I know <laughs> theory, and I music theory, and so when I'm teaching, I still teach, and I'm, off, I'm going to be offering a rock star coaching program that I'm, I'm just tweaking now, um, which is the, everything from teaching people to sing, play guitar, piano, to write music, to becoming a full-time musician, or even if, I had a lot of students that really, they couldn't really play. It wasn't their forte yet. So, like, same with the book. I teach that even if you can't really play, it's not really your thing, you can still use music to enhance your life. So um, there's many ways I teach that. And with creativity, whether, you know, when I'm teaching people to play an instrument, I teach them how to use creativity to help them learn quicker. Because most people I observe teach in a very there's a very regimented way that they teach, and everyone is unique and different. So I teach in a way on how people can tap into their own unique individuality and creativity to help them learn quicker. And yet at the same time, learn the basic fundamentals of music theory. So I have a very cool, unique way that I teach people 
and it's it's kind of combining creativity, learning, creating songs, and 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 learning at the same time. So you create your own unique imprint instead of being like learning like the way a lot of people teach. And in my opinion, it doesn't really enhance someone's unique individuality. So yeah, there's there's a few different ways they go about doing that. <clears throat> awesome, and. Performing-wise, what types of shows do you perform, and what do you consider the best part of performing? Well, I would say, I mean, I've performed hundreds of shows in my life. I've, I've been a full-time musician for over 25 years, so I've, I've performed. Um, I've been fortunate enough to play with some of the, the greatest musicians in the world, from, you know, Phil Grande, who played for Joe Cocker, to, to Dion Estes, who played in a band called Wham!, um, and who learned from James Jameson, who was the greatest bass player that ever lived. For those people that are listening that really know music, James Jameson was uh, the main bass player for Motown. So I've been fortunate enough to play with the best people in the music industry, but I will tell you that, honestly, my greatest and most rewarding performances for me are when I'm performing for the children, um, especially the children uh, that I perform for at Carmen Road School or Whitney School that physically challenged children and really bringing the healing power of music um, to them, those I find to be the most rewarding performances for me. Awesome. And I hear this term all the time from the few musicians that I've had on my show, that music isn't just, I guess you could say, it's not just something that isn't understood by other people. It's more or said like a universal language. So how far do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, music is everything, and it's, you know, a lot of people, there are people out there that think that music is just music and whatever, and that's why a lot of schools are cutting the arts, and, and they don't understand that the arts are extremely important to, um, on so many levels. Yeah, music, I always envisioned music as saving, it's, it's like the tool that can save us all. It can, it can bring world peace, it can help bring world peace. You know, so um, it's the way we all connect to one another, no matter what your language is. I can listen to a song that's in French or whatever, and it doesn't matter. I'm still going to connect to it emotionally, um, no matter what, you know, if it's African-style music or whatever it is. I listen to all different styles of music. Indian music is, is one of my favorite styles. Ravi Shankar is one of my favorite musicians. Um, I listen to a lot of that style, so I don't necessarily know what the meaning of the words is, but I know it's deep and spiritual, so music is definitely uh, more than the universal language. It literally is God's tool for us to heal the world and help unite us and bring us all together. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that you said that you know, music is a tool for learning. And I feel like many times that is so true. Like as a singer myself, I know I'm a little, I could be a little biased, I guess, in some sources, because I, I think that all schools should have the arts programs and the fact that they're cutting it isn't, I don't think it's the best for the kids. But again, that's just my own personal opinion. But uh, I think that it really does help them in some ways. It impacts them. It helps them learn better. It's kind of an outlet for creativity, just another source for them to kind of express themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I, it's, it's interesting. I see that you um, you go to Imagine Prep. I do. School, and the word, the key word there is Imagine. So I'm I'm curious to know more about the school you go to. I mean, are they implementing imagination into the curriculum and, and that sort of thing? 
Well, Imagine Prep, it, it's in it's a charter school, almost like a, yeah, I guess you could say it's a charter school because it is, but um, they do, in a sense, give us creative outlets. We have, at my school personally, once a year, we have something called Mix It Up Day, and I've, I've shared this on my show before as well, and it's a day dedicated to breaking down barriers and just kind of expressing yourself and not being afraid of who you are. So really, it's just having that understanding of others and everything like that. So we do implement that in that way. Unfortunately, we don't have as many arts programs as we should have um, throughout like our daily schedules, but we are starting to do more extracurricular activities. But I would say so. It's actually a kind of funny way that you pointed that out, because in some ways I do. We are kind of geared towards technology and business and getting college ready and everything but in a way there's also that creativity outlet so it's no matter what path you choose it's you know good for you yeah the reason why i mention that is because i'm doing um you know joint venture partnerships with other entrepreneurs and one of them is uh some man named dan sauer and he's called the imagination uh engineer ah. and he has an event called imagination iq which i performed at and i was a music director for and I introduced my my keynote speech, Ignite the Rockstar Within, and so it's, you know, I saw the Imagine Prep School, and I'm thinking, yeah, uh, you know, imagination is, like Einstein says, it's more powerful than knowledge. And so it's really important for kids who are listening to the show to use your imagination and to know that's what you're supposed to do, to dream. A lot of times, you know, adults or parents will go, oh, you don't, you know, dreaming, that's just a dream or whatever. It's like, no, the greatest people that ever lived were dreamers and they, they use their imagination a lot. And that's what I teach with Ignite the Rockstar Within and Music Visioning and how to get clear on who you are and how to really become Ignite the Rockstar Within. And, and so that's what I teach. That's why I was wanted to ask that question because imagination is really key. Yeah, and that's so awesome, and I totally agree with that. But um, we're actually going to do another segment right after this, but it's time for another break, so keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon.
Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. We have Fizz here. We're actually going to be finishing up this interview right here. But, um, Fizz, tell me a little bit more just how music has opened doors for you. Well, um, you know, I'd say, you know, just by following my sole purpose. So I've always known that, you know, my sole purpose was to be a musician and bring the healing power of music. So by being true to my heart and my soul, that opens a lot of doors. And, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you know oh, it's a tough career, hockey. And, you know, it's tougher not to do something when that's who you are. So I want to encourage anyone out there that's listening or people around you might say, oh, you can't do that other stuff. You know, the greatest people that ever lived received resistance from the people around them. And that's the way it is with the masters and the people that really are here to lead leaders, entrepreneurs. And the time is change- The times are changing. The world is, is very different than it was. Um, and it's all about really, it, it, it's a spiritual awakening taking place now. And it's really about people tapping more into the unique individuality and 
you know, not being so reliant on external companies and this and that, but no matter what, being able to hold true to who you are and letting that open up the doors and carry you through. So, yeah, I would just say just by being true to my soul, that that opens up doors, you know, for you. That's great. And again, um, what would you consider a highlight and one challenge of your entire music career as a whole? I would say a highlight for me was um, the news did a segment on me called Making a Difference. They have a show called Making a Difference, and they did a segment on on me with my work with the children, with physically challenged children. And that was a highlight for me, even though there's a part of me that I, I, I say sometimes, like, we shouldn't be rewarded for, I received an award, which was beautiful, yet at the same time, I want to say, we, we don't have to be rewarded for what we're, we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be there for one another and do those things. So, um, yet at the same time, by, you know, a seat, receiving that humanitarian award and being recognized for my work with the children, I'm able to bring my mission more to the world. So I would say that that was one of the biggest highlights for me um, was, you know, being recognized for my work with the kids and the healing power of music. And, um, of course, you know, my book, writing this book, Ignite the Rockstar Within, that's another huge accomplishment for me um, and how, you know, with my CD and the book together, being able to help empower children and adults to really tap into their inner genius and bring that out. And, you know, the book, it's, it's only $19.99. It's less than $20. People can really get clear on who they are and, and what they're, get more clear on who they are and bring their gifts to the world. So I, I feel really, really great about this book. Wonderful. So that, that's another one of the most rewarding things for me. Wonderful. And my final question for you is, what advice would you give to someone trying to pursue a music career? If there's one piece of advice you could give, what would it be? Be true to your own voice. Be true to your own voice. You know, listen to your inner voice and pay attention to that. And don't be a copycat. I mean, there are, you know, look, the greatest rock stars that ever lived learned from other, like, like, Rod Stewart was literally ripping off Sam Cooke, and then he found his own voice. I mean, so it's also important to learn, like, all the great artists, whether it's Michelangelo learning from his mentor, it's important to learn from another artist and to emulate, take their tools and techniques, but it's, it's important after that to then find your voice with those tools. So, you know, that would be uh, the best advice I can give, like, on the fly like this. Awesome. And the last thing is, how can others contact you and learn more about you? Yeah, um, they can learn, they can contact me through my website, which is fizzforever.com. It's F-I-V, the number four, ever.com. Or you can email me, everyone can email me, fizz, F-I-V, at F-I-V, the number four, ever.com. So me and my email. And uh, like I said, you can buy my book at Amazon, and if they put in Ignite the Rockstar Within and put in my name, S-I-Z, in the search bar, it will come up. And um, if your listeners buy my book, I will give them my CD for free, the uh, MP3 version. And so all they have to do is email me. They can email me a receipt of the book, and I'll send them my CD for free. And that CD has some songs 
that are extremely empowering and will help uh, help them with the music visioning technique that's in the book. Yeah, so that would be um, a great way for them to reach me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Fizz, for taking out the time out of your day to come on. We really enjoyed having you. Thank you very much, Maddie. I really appreciate it, and I'm wishing you and all your listeners peace, love, music. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Keep it right here, guys. You're listening to The Fame Game. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. So I think that was a great interview that we had with Fizz. It was definitely really nice to get to know him more and his passion for music and kind of where his genre stands as well as how he's making a difference for others who kind of have that same love for music and since we're talking about music I thought well we ha- I have Maddie hasn't ranted in a while I have not really ranted for a long time or if you will it's kind of like Maddie's rant segment sometimes we have shows where it's like all four segments Maddie's just talking it's like wow if you're not tired of my voice then, you're probably now, but it's okay. <laughs> I haven't done this. So um, since we're talking about music, I thought why not just stay on the path of music? I love music. I think that's something that has come across my show for the last four years, which is why, again, we have the featured song of the week, which I promise you we're going to have a new featured song of the week, which is one of my favorite songs, but I won't talk about that right now. But anyway, so just... Going into music, uh, I think I've told a little bit of my story with music. If not, I might as well tell a little part of that again. So when I was eight years old, um, I was in second grade at the time. I know a long time ago. <laughs> so um, I was in a music class at the time, and we it was just one of our rotational daily schedule things. I had it like every single day of my life, it seemed like. But it wasn't that I didn't, it, I disliked music in any way or sense. It just, I never really saw it the way others really took it to themselves. Like I was never at the time like, I'm going to be a singer for the rest of my life. I really didn't have it figured out at the moment until maybe till like the end of second grade. But my music teacher came up to me in class one day when we were singing and I usually was in the front, I guess, or maybe somewhere in the middle. I just wasn't one of those people to stick out. I didn't see myself as one of the people to stick out in music class. But she went up to me and she's like, hey, we're having a talent show. You sound like you could do the talent show. And I was like, what am I going to do for the talent show? Like, I was in dance. I'm not the greatest dancer, guys. 
I was in dance for one year, though. But then, you know, we never followed through with that. But that is not the point. <laughs> so she basically said, well, you could sing. Why not try it? And I was like, oh, sing. Okay, cool. Sing by myself. Yes. And she's like, yeah, why not? Just try it out. And I was like, okay. At the time, one of my favorite um, singer songwriters was Hilary Duff. So I was like, yeah, I'll just sing a Hilary Duff song. I don't really know what I was getting myself into at the time, but uh, I just kind of went with it, rolled with it. And I didn't want to at first. It wasn't just like an easy thing like, oh yeah, I'll just do it. She had to like constantly kept keep reminding me just like, oh, you should do this you should do this. Maddie, are you going to do the talent show? And then finally I was like, okay, I'm going to do the talent show just so I can't hear about it anymore. I think that was the best decision. One of the best decisions I've made for like life-changing moments, if you will. Of course, I didn't see it at the time. I was just like, yeah, I'm just joining the talent show. Now I see how much it affected my life. And if I were not to take that opportunity, where my life would totally be different now. I assure that. But um, she, I ended up going along with the talent show and everything. And then after that, it was kind of like a, a new adrenaline rush. And I know that sounds kind of funny because when you get nervous at the moment, you feel really clammy and you just like are shaky and you don't know what to do about it. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go in front of all these people. And then I don't know. I felt like it was a different person out on the stage. My mom showed me um, the video of me performing in second grade, and I was, like, throwing my jacket off and, like, having a good time. I was like, who is that girl? That's that's crazy. And I was just having a good time. I was lying on the floor singing. <laughs> that sounds really nuts, but um, literally that's, what, <laughs> that's what's happening in the video. You guys will have to see it sometime, maybe. But, yeah, but that was, like, one of the greatest things to happen because after that I just had this, like, love of music, and then I was asking for like vocal lessons and music classes and my parents were like you're you want to do singing like okay so then we kind of not ditch dance but we moved dance to the side of our priority list and then we went along with singing and then all of a sudden just all these doors kept opening up I found out that I wasn't that bad at singing I could actually do something with it and then fast forward like what not 10 years later but like eight years later I came to Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen just came back from a little moment where I was like, I don't know if I want to continue singing or not, which at 12 isn't that bad to to say because you're kind of finding out who you are. But then at the end of everything, it was like, yeah, this is what I need to do because I've just been doing it for a long time. I'm passionate about it. And let's face it, music, I listen to music every single day and I can't get it, get it out of my life like it is my life. It is a big part of my life, I should say, because there are other things too. But the fact is, is that looking back at that second grade moment, it's like, hmm, it was that little girl that made the decision to go into the talent show that brought me where I am here today. And then as a, again, as a result of that, I got to basically, I would say tour the valley, if you will. I got to travel around to different parts of Arizona, and then I got to perform in Orlando for Miss America's Outstanding Teen, and I got to perform everywhere. That little girl would not have done that because she was very nervous and she had stage fright. And let's be honest, guys, like I never not get nervous. I know that sounds weird. Some people are like, yeah, you've done this like what, like a hundred times? Not necessarily a hundred times. I've done it quite a few times and you would think I'd be just like totally comfortable. In some cases I am, but I do still get a little nervous beforehand and I have like the butterflies and everything, but that's just usual. So yeah, that's my little rant about my story and the little girl who basically changed my life, also known as second grade me, but... <laughs> Anyways, so now going into some of my favorite music artists, people that I've been kind of inspired by, and then we'll also talk about like 
some of the the singers that I really enjoy listening today. I know I haven't talked about that in a while. So my mom, when I was younger, she would always, I guess, let me listen to Mariah Carey, like the Mariah Carey songs. I actually have the exact same CD that she would let me listen to. And I just like growing up, I always was like, I want to hit that high high note like Mariah Carey. I want to sing like Beyonce or something like that. So it's just those really great singers. And then at a time, I don't want to say that my genre was like classics and everything, but I did have a moment, like a two-year period where I was like, I'm going to sing Frank Sinatra. And I did that the entire time. And then I kept moving into the pop and R&B kind of genre of things. And that's where I feel like I really am right now with a hint of country. Because when I songwrite, actually, yes, that's another story about songwriting going into that. Yeah, I feel like my my songs come out as country and I'm like, I'm not even trying to make them come out that way. That's just how they are. But anyways, so I would say the, the biggest people would be like Mariah Carey when I was growing up. Christina Aguilera was a huge one. I even still listen to her today when I found out that the fact that she is a judge on The Voice or was, I should say, because this season she's not. It was just like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then, yeah, she's just been around for quite a while and... I just see her very often. It's as if she hasn't gone anywhere. And this isn't somebody I particularly look up to all the time, but I consider Carrie Underwood really great too in the country part of things because she went from American Idol, one American Idol like years ago, and she literally is still on top of the Billboard charts today, which is very hard. And I know that may sound like easy to some people, but when you look at it on the flip side, it's like, wow, if you've been on the board that long on that high of a popularity list, like that's really great. You can consider yourself like a superb artist, I would say. Not that everybody isn't, but the fact that you're maintaining that takes a lot of effort, and it's like you're doing something right, obviously. But, um, yeah, and then going into um, today's kind of artists and everything, kind of just like taking a step back and looking at that, one person that I would have to say I'm kind of obsessed with her music right now, I just think it's like super fun and um, upbeat, and I just like it. I try to write songs like hers, but honestly, it, it's not that easy, but I would say Ariana Grande is a great one. I love the way that um, she sings, and um, I don't know, it's just really fun beats. She has a lot of popular songs that everybody's like really connecting to, and it's just wonderful, and then I'm trying to think of more, but um, I will give you a hint because I'm going to be premiering this in like um, like one minute. So it's Afrojack is actually going to be the featured song of the week. I'm not going to tell you which song it is though, because I want you to stick around for the last minute. But another one that just kind of popped into my head is I love Adele. Mm, I love Adele. So many people are like, wow, Adele's kind of a, a tricky one to do because she has like a very wide range, um, and all this stuff. And I just, I don't know. I wasn't really nervous to take on Adele. I was more concerned about like the feelings, the emotions and everything in there. And I've sang quite a bit of Adele songs. I think people know it well, very much so from my performances this past year, but she's an amazing artist. So those are probably the two top singers that I can think of off the top of my head for that. But yes, I would say so. But anyways, I love music and yeah. So we will have another rant session, I promise you, in a future show. So let me know if you like them too, because I could also do another show that's just 
random madness. But anyways, I think we had a great show today. But anyways, let's go ahead and feature that song of the week. It is by Afrojack, as I said, and it is 10 feet tall. So here it is. I'm clumsy and my head's a mess Cause you got me growing taller every day We're giants in a little man's world My heart's pumping up so big that it could burst I'm trying so hard not to let it show
thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. This show is produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Radio Network. And up next is a track from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kid Store Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three kids in the car on a Monday morning. Each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the sister's sitting in the front seat who at this part of the song you need to realize is about three months away from getting her driver's license. She's thinking to herself I can't believe that I'm still riding with them I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends And if by chance I fail the driver's exam Then I am running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And I can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough Brothers sitting behind her Who at this point of the song You need to realize is about five years younger than she is But he's still about two years older Than his little brother sitting next to him He glares down at his little brother And he's thinking to himself I can't wait till our sister's finally gone Then I'll sit up front Cause that's where I belong And I'll be rid of you You miserable worm Why don't you just run away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born They can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song you need to realize Is a whole lot smarter than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back in the trunk Try to scare me with all that junk I hope you read my mind I think you're a skunk And guess what? I'm not running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And they can't say nothing Cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the mother who's been driving all this time She's thinking to herself Things that I'd better not say So we'll just pretend that she's thinking Oh, what a beautiful day The Kids Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.